Welcome to IndieCred Podcast. I'm Zane. Collins, too uh, oh. enthralled by a fucking fidget spinner to say his name. And Chris Dillon is here with us today. Hello. Hi, Chris. Chris has a fidget spinner that my cat plays with. It cures retardation. It does? Oh. Well, that's there's Chris. <laughs> Straight out the gate. Classic! Chris is a... I, he's, I talk about him on the show because we're in a band together called the Chroma Keys. Chris also yes. helps us with the Dragon Swamp Rats project, um, oh. along with the the rest of those guys. And uh, what else do you do, Larry? Chrissy, you play. Last night, you just did one thing that you do, which is. Oh, I play on the Monday night at Kill Tony in the uh, comedy store. It's like at eight o'clock. The main room. It's the number one live podcast, and it's, it's, you got to talk it up more. It's the number one live podcast. It, yeah, it's it's uh, it's the number one live podcast. Uh, it's Tony Hinchcliffe. Uh, it's the number one uh, live podcast. Where? In the world. In the world, really? It really yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Oh, I it's a great show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually had a blast. I've been going every Monday because we put the chroma keys in the bucket because. Ah. Uh-huh. If we go up, he just takes Pat's guitar, which is uh, Pat Reagan. He was on the podcast. Him and. Chris plays bass with their band. Jeremiah and Pat were on the podcast before. And Joel Jimenez is on the drums. And then the podcast is on the main stage at the comedy store. People come up and do a minute of time. Their name's in the bucket. And then Tony Hinchcliffe. What's the other guy's name? Red Band? Yeah, Brian Red Band. Ryan. And then any other guest comedian or celebrity. Yeah, they'll have like a guest host or maybe two guest hosts. Then you do your minute... And then they critique you, and they they could either tell you to stop doing it, or I don't know. They try to be constructive mm-hmm. for the most part, but yeah, there's sometimes you know you should people should. Just I stop. mean, they get people who are doing the fir- their first time ever doing stand up on the show. So it's like a uh, uh, not just that. There's it's people like a gong are... show for the modern era. Besides yeah, the gong show. Yeah, that's the going on right currently. Now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you you for sure have one minute. Like you'll get a minute, and they'll mm-hmm. cut you off right at a minute if you keep trying to go. Then yeah, they'll cut you off. Mm-hmm. But like, um, yeah, it's it's fun. Um, you get to see a lot of interesting people. <laughs> the band, they uh, they do different uh, characters every week too. Oh yeah, so and that's one thing we do. So we'll show up. We do the pre-show. We do the pre-show at eight. Um, it's either you know we'll probably do a full band or it'll just be Pat or whatever, and it'll just be music. Um, and then right after that, we immediately go backstage and then we'll change into a costume of what we choose a different one every week. Mm-hmm. Um, and we keep that a secret from Tony. And so every single week is something different, and he has to guess what it is. Obviously, like we try to make it as blatantly obviously as possible so like, is it like themed or how is he how is he guessing he or? just he just guesses we just so like like <laughs> so for instance like this like the last one we just did we all just dressed up like leprechauns real quick like in the in the back gotcha and, and then when he brings the band back out which is usually we usually have like five less than five minutes to yeah they're, the pre-show costumes. they're not in costume mm-hmm. 
Yeah, we're, we're just regular. So then, like, we'll go back. We have probably less than five minutes to change into some kind of stupid, crazy outfit. Then we just go out. Yeah, so we came out as leprechauns. Or mm-hmm. um, I think one of the most crazy ones that we were able to pull off, which I, I had no idea how Jeremiah was going to pull it off, but he got an, an entire brass band to hide. And, and, Tony, and Tony had no idea they were there, like, at all. So he hid them upstairs in, like, the belly room. And um, then when the show started, he was able to pull all of them down and backstage. And Tony had no idea. And there's, yeah, it was like a full brass band was backstage. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> okay, man, yeah. they're playing. Uh, I liked really last Monday, was, who was the guest? Um, Dewey, Officer Dewey. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, Dave Arquette. Yeah, and they all dressed oh. up like cougars, and it was like the connection was cougar town. Ah, uh, cougar town. Yeah, so that was cool. Okay. And the leprechauns was fun, because they just... The band's also bantering during the... Like, they interview the people after they do their minute. They're like, mm. well, so what's your deal? Where are you from? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And the band will do stuff, and they're just doing terrible Irish accents in the fucking... It was funny. Nice. I have a good Irish accent. Let's hear it. Mine's not bad. Yeah, let's go. Let's, uh, come on. Come on. Come on. You just went to Ireland. Uh, uh, what, what's something they say? Um, they say... Corned like, beef. Oh, They yeah. do say that. Taters. Everywhere you go, they say corned beef. They, whoa, whoa, what was the one thing? Taters. They said? No. <laughs> Taters. No, they said... Um, Me gold. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. What did they say? What did they say? I can't think of one thing when I was there that is like the thing that people say. Um, my okay, so so my accents are the worst, or like awful. Um, but you can do this one. No, I, I can't do this one. Either. I was gonna say I've never heard you do this. No, no, I, I can't. So I can't do any any accents really. Um, <laughs> Like, like, uh, so, so this would be, wait, 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 uh, what was that? I was about, it was trying to get an English accent. <laughs> so, um. I know when we split drinking games and you had to do accents, it was always like, you would always choose the redneck accent, because it's kind of the easiest. That, the, the redneck oh. accent, that's the easiest one to do. I could do a redneck accent, like, just all day long. Oh, right? sure, yeah. It's just Coors Light all day long. Yeah, like, everyone yeah. can drink a Coors Light uh, or two, sure. Hell yeah, brother. Thank you. I might want to get a point at the a point at the ball, <laughs> a point yeah. at the poob later on. Yeah, all right. So I used that when I was uh, when I went and visited London. Uh huh. <laughs> Nobody knew I was. Uh, no one knew no I was knew. American. Nope. No one knew. Nope. The fucking white New Balance sneakers didn't <laughs> give it away either. <laughs> nope. You just used. I'll take a I'll take a meat pie and a, a meat pie and a point of point of Guinness. Goodest Guinness. <laughs> yep. Uh, the one thing I did notice about Europeans is they definitely hesitate and repeat and stutter a whole lot. So <laughs> yes. that's right on. <laughs> he learned everything he knows from watching Todd Margaret. Ah, good show. I love that show. Um, okay, so you're so for the Kill Tony show. You were talking earlier about how you and Chris are in the other band, the Chroma Keys. Have you guys done that show? Just once. Just once? Well, well it's like there's a once. fuck ton of people in that bucket. Okay. So, yeah, you, know. you get the, there's, so usually there's like, 
around 60 people in the bucket. Okay. And, and I think about maybe five get pulled a night. Really? That's it? Because yeah. they're like interviewing them after the thing. Wow. Like okay, yeah. So you get a minute of material, but you could end up doing like a five-minute interview yeah. with each guest. When we went up, it was okay. kind of perfect because we came up at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. And like we were the last interview, and then it kind of like faded into the end of the show or whatever. Mm-hmm. But... um. Yeah, we, we've only gone up once. But I've yeah. only gone to try to get up, what, three times? Yeah, you haven't been there Because I used to work, I was working in Culver City when he started doing it a lot. And it wasn't Yeah, you gotta get there early. So now now that we've both gone jobs. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Uh, yeah, it's it's something we can easily just like go do now. Yeah. Or just, he just, just ride with me and get there and sign up. So Also, the vibe at the comedy store feels a lot better than it did two years ago. I don't know what's different, but do you feel that way? Yeah, it's way, I don't know, it's way different. When we first got here, like, that that place felt like a dark hole. It was really? awful, yeah. yeah. It's different, maybe it's just because I'm around it now. Well, we also, more. I don't yeah, it was, well, who knows. Well, yeah, so, like, what, what are you talking about? Like, five years ago when you guys first came to L.A., you guys would go and, like, well, actually, try to get stage time at the comedy store? When we first moved here, we didn't go there for the first two years. We just mm-hmm. did all indie open mics. Mm-hmm. And then we started trying clubs a little later. Yeah, I don't remember our, our first time there. I just remember hating the first couple of times we were there. Okay. And we got up, and once that was back when Zane was drinking, and it was awful. <laughs> And we actually got up, and the guy put us up purposely. He saw me with the guitar. He's like, stay here. I'll get you up. Okay. And I had no idea. He's like, "Gonna, hey, I'll get you guys up. I'm going to give you guys a chance. So, and meanwhile, one of us is just pounding beers. And I don't know why. You were also drinking. Uh, yeah. But the but vibe I, also in this room but, was like people right off of a bus, straight at the mic, like mm-hmm. ready to get famous. And nobody's giving anyone any like anything yeah uh so i think we were playing like the thing that was crushing the most at the time was big dick steve yeah but yeah we didn't remember the parts and then zane was just flipping people off and it was just like it was awful yeah. uh-huh so it may not have been the room yeah. that <laughs> well, was like, the <laughs> we had been there a few other the... times where we didn't go up at that place that, uh-huh. was, that also felt bad yeah yeah so this time was a little different yeah lotteries are yeah. tough but uh, that guy who tough. was running that now writes for SNL. <laughs> he just oh yeah, and then he had us come back up um, for another show where we did that anthem. Again. We totally redeemed ourselves in the same room on the same stage at a different show. The same guy was I, running it. Yeah, and I can't remember what that show was called. That was yeah. his last show before he went to do. Yeah, the, he and that's the show he announced at the Comedy Store that he got. I feel bad his not job, knowing the name of it. Uh, yeah, that he got his job for SNL. Okay. He was like, "Oh, so I'm gonna be leaving now." We're just like, "Oh, cool." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like every time we get like a friend at a club who's like gonna pot- potentially book us more, they leave the club. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm trying to find the flyer for that show because I want to know the name of it. Here it is. It's a show up, go up, L.A., official, unofficial, national anthem, in the belly room. And that it's show... Sunday, 10.30. No longer exists? No, it still exists. Oh, the Other show doesn't just running, has a There's like a team of people running it, gotcha. and he was like the longest running member of the thing. Gotcha, gotcha. But um, yeah, that was a fun show. And then we did, pot, we did Potluck. Potluck's every Monday, too. And we've done that before. Yeah. So we've store. done, yeah, we've done... 
a lot of things at the comedy store. I guess like every well, not a lot. But no, no. I mean, you we've have played, we've played every stage. That's true. Yeah, we've been in every room there. Yeah. yeah. I'm opening this away from the microphone. That's fine. Good. It's good to whisper about it too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Chris pretty much plays in every band that does comedy. No, okay, not every comedy band in town, but quite a bit. Yeah, I feel like if there's like a band or if there's like a comedy thing going on with music like i'm probably involved in it right what i feel like well because you know you're the musician that knows all the comedians in town is that yeah, basically it how just, it happened yeah, or kind of like hey like i guess like everyone knows that i know how to play bass really well mm-hmm. That's speaking of that how did you learn for? how to play bass really well what age six wait yeah 16 no yeah 15 15 15 Wait, did you play anything before that earlier? No. So, I feel like <laughs> Zay's, like, was Zay's like, wait a minute, that's not interesting. I just, I thought you were a no, child no, no. prodigy. Don't his, you, uh, don't you play, uh, did you play the xylophone when you were three? Knowing his dad, I just feel like his dad would have him playing guitar when he trying to have him play guitar when he's like ten. No. Yeah. So my, so growing up, I always had instruments all over our house. Okay. Because my dad was always in bands, and then. I don't know. I started just taking interest in it because my brother started playing guitar. And since he was doing it, it's like, hey, that's kind of cool. So I wanted to do it, just kind of copying him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was playing like my dad's guitar or whatever when I was about, I think I was 15. And then there's some other kids at school who were also playing guitar. And I was like, hey, I got, and I was like, I'm the kid with the PA system, you know, and I got like a, yeah. a, a place we could play. And so, of course, I was immediately in the band. Hell yeah. Uh, Which, that place to play was in Harrow, Oklahoma. But you went to Choctaw schools. Yeah, yeah. I gotta bring that up. That means nothing to anyone. (laughs) Our only listeners are in Oklahoma. And they are all from Harrow and Choctaw. Yeah, but I'm from Choctaw. But I don't get it. Uh, What's the difference? I don't know the difference. Zane just has to fucking talk about Oklahoma. There's a few. Non-stop on this goddamn show. I, I didn't. So you after, so you got your way in because yeah. your dad has the cool equipment. But also, you can play Metallica riffs. Well, I okay. So that was the uh, the good thing is I excelled faster than anybody else who was playing at my age because okay. I just had all the instruments laying around. So not only was I already excelling playing guitar, playing sweet Metallica riffs, mm-hmm. but then my dad was like, challenged me to play the bass because he said, hey, there's so many kids your age are going to start playing guitar. He's like, you want to be the one who sticks out and you want to be the musician that everybody wants. Mm-hmm. He's like, so you should play bass. So he gave me a bass and just kind of like challenged me to play stuff. He was like, hey, learn this Beatles song. Mm-hmm. And so I'd learn it like note for note or whatever. And then what was it like an STP song? He's like, "Why don't you learn this song?" Oh, what was it? It was like the Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah, it's a Stone Temple Pilots song. I don't know. It was a really, really cool like bass riff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was awesome. But yeah, so I learned that, and so yeah, that's how I started learning playing bass. It's really cool. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So then you did band little bands in uh, Choctaw, Oklahoma, I, yeah. and. I saw you play bass with your dad at a dive bar when I had a fake Danny Sweeney's ID. 
Yeah, so I was... You could say Danny Sweeney's ID. That means about as much to me as Choctaw, Oklahoma. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, So, yeah. So I had also... (laughs) Fucking uh, Danny Sweeney. I just don't want to get him in trouble for letting me use his ID. He's in jail anyway. I'm sure of it. I'm sure Danny Sweeney... He's doing well right now. I bet he is. Oh. Oh, okay. And I... Last I heard, Danny Sweeney's in Houston and alive after, <laughs> after a motorcycle accident oh, like shit. A, a year ago. This just ago. in, a year yeah. ago. Oh, wow. Well, in that case, uh, I hope... Pray for Danny. Yeah, I hope you're doing okay, Danny. But, so, wait, you <laughs> so you're playing, you're playing oh, yeah, in okay, a band so, with Danny Sweeney. No, no, okay. So even growing up with my dad, um, that was another thing he would do is... So I would be like... Like 16, like 17 years old or whatever. And my dad would, I, w- I would learn like a bass line. And then my dad would have me sit in with his band, mm-hmm. um, like just to, in practices or whatever, just for fun. And then it got to the point where he would then start inviting me into like bars to come and sit in and play for like a couple of songs. Like, you'd get it okay with the manager or whatever. If I mm-hmm. come in, I'll play these two songs and then leave. Yeah. And then, like, his bass player got all jealous because I was <laughs> playing, like, these bass lines, like, really well. It was, like, this, it was, uh, one of, it was this song uh, by the Beatles. It was called uh, Something. Mm-hmm. And it's a really ridiculous bass line, like, that Paul McCartney did. Uh-huh. And I learned it, like, note for note. And, like, every verse is different. And it's, like, oh, okay. really crazy. And he got all butthurt. Because, and he was like... I can play that too. And it's like, yeah, but he's he's 17, you fucking idiot. Like, and you're 40 something. But yeah, so that, and yeah. I do remember people thinking that was cool. Like, in the bars and stuff. It's like, that's like a 17 year old player. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's worth fucking firing your six shooter into the air a couple of times. Eventually, yeah, eventually. Yeah. Chicken wire in front of the stage and shit, like in Blues Brothers. Eventually, yeah, eventually I started playing permanently with my dad's band as a bass player, and I was underage, so my dad went to the Able Commission, which I don't know if that's what, if everybody knows what that is, but in Oklahoma, that's the alcohol beveraging licensing something or whatever he went to them and had like a note notarized that would let me like specially like into bars (laughs) just to play shows that's awesome so i'd like so you hit a fucking badge basically yeah it was awesome yeah yeah. it was cool and um yeah so our band kind of got known for that like having the young kid Mm -hmm. who was Rocking and rolling and Hell singing yeah. and stuff. What like was... fucking Bob Weir back in the day with the Grateful Dead, man. They used to have to do gigs and then drive them back to fucking high school the next morning. So cool. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> what was that really, the bigger band that you opened for at the convention center? Was it the Coca-Cola convention center? No, no, no. At the Zoo Amphitheater, oh. we opened up for, um, it was Joan Jett, Fog Hat, and War. Oh, Dude, fuck. that's so cool. <laughs> that's, that's a hell of a billing. And then what were you guys called? Uh, Deja Vu. All right, that's not that bad. That was dad, right? Yeah. But wait, didn't you and another band open for another, like, Hindery type band? Oh, yeah, yeah, Okay, so <laughs> Hinder was... is not cooler than Fog Hat I did. I forgot. I didn't know. I forgot about that one. Okay. Uh, what Fog was the Hat just tops it. For me, I mean, I, I um, like Joe. Jett. I like Joe Jet, but fuck it, it's just okay. So then, uh, so later <laughs> in high school, <laughs> no, no, this is after high. 
high school. Okay, so after high school. Um, do you remember when, like, emo was cool? Hell yeah, still is. Yeah. Spider-tier, <laughs> <laughs> it sure is. So we'll say, like, two thousand three yeah yeah okay everyone was still reeling from 9-11 so that makes sense i had some really tight pants no it had to be okay it was 2004 ish yeah so me and uh danny sweeney and a couple other dudes from choctaw um formed this band called above the influence Oh, were you I guys straight this. edge? No! That's what I never understood! <laughs> they got drunk a lot. We were hammered all the time. We were always hammered. Oh my god. We were, it, I didn't understand the name. Did you guys but, do like eyeshadow and shit? And like the whole fucking no, deal? Well, Chris had lip piercings and black hair. Oh. Yeah, I had black hair, sometimes blonde streaks. He, dude, he looked... It was like sometimes spiky hair, sometimes I had it for a while. The swoop? Like, Did you do no, the emo swoop? No, it came down over my, my... With the spiky in the back, and it came down over my eyes. Like a pixie like cut with the spikes in the back? That's, that was yeah, a no, lady's hair I forgot haircut. you had that. If but I recall that, 2004 correctly, that was straight up a lady's hair. No, there was a lot no. of dudes doing that, too. Oh, man, yeah. that must have been a Choctaw thing. No. There was, like, skateboarders that would do that and then wear those giant black pants with the straps on them and stuff. That was also a lady's thing. No, no, no. I, no got it, I got it from, um, I, so I got that hairstyle from uh, the, the dude from My Chemical yeah. Romance. There was a guy in My Chemical Romance. Oh, yeah. dude, you but see, you when I was, like, in... like Steve-O from Sum 41. When I was yeah. in, like, 7th through ninth grade, that is the exact look of, like, every Every girl I had a crush on. <laughs> you would have loved Chris, man. I was a Too cutie tall. Pie, but I also had this, you like I, them tall. I, also I like, like them tall. <laughs> not one, but two. So I had yeah, snake bites. That's cool. Snake bites are still cool. But then at another point, I just had one eyebrow. And then at another point, I had two in my eyebrow. Uh-huh. I don't know. I, was I didn't know you. Very little it. scarring. I wouldn't guess that. I see, the, I see the snake bite ones. Uh, I guess I see it. I see this one on this side. And I think I had like so at one point I had one here and then at one point I had two in here. Okay, he's eyebrows. gesturing to his eyebrows. <laughs> the eyebrows. <laughs> um, yeah, I just knew you as the guy that looked like Steve-O from Sum Forty One. But yeah, so we were in this cool. Uh, it was like a screamo band. We were like really, really like glass job meets Finch. Oh yeah, I remember if Finch. You could achieve what you wanted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to sound was, like. But um, yeah. So we were you actually doing ended bass up... in that band. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I was uh, rocking bass, mm-hmm. slapping it. Yeah. Then I had like no pick. Super. No, nah, I never used a pick. I just had super sick bass lines, and I played the bass really low, mm-hmm. and it was like all over the place. Um, but then we ended up opening up for it was. I think it was Hinder. Yeah, Hinder. Oh, so it was Hinder, not a Hindery band. No, it was Hinder. It was like Hinder CD release party. Oh, and dope. we opened up for them. And um, I don't know what I I, I probably shouldn't say, but never mind. Um, but yeah, we we opened up for them. <laughs> what? And, I want the juice. Uh, nah. Well, well, we we opened up for them, and um, it, was, it was a good show. What happened? It was not about the show. It was never mind. I'll tell you guys later. Oh my gosh! The, the <laughs> oh, no one will ever know. Um, so, but yeah, it was a cool show though. Yeah. We, we played in front of like I think it was like seven hundred people or something like that. But like, I think we had a bigger crowd because we had like 
it, it seemed like a lot of our fans like left. The people that are there to see us left, and so the crowd seemed before like Hinder. Was this yeah. before Hinder had a big old thingy? This was their first album release. I oh, think yeah. this is oh, the one that had. Oh, man, what was, I, it had to be their first one. There was like, go home, get stoned. Yeah, okay. We have a celebrated demon, 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 dear. I think. And it also had, <laughs> I think that was the same one that had, uh, uh, call it from the lips of an angel. Help so sweet. That one okay. I remember, yeah. yeah. That that was a chart topper. Um, wait, is Hinder f- also from Oklahoma? Is that why they were having the release yeah, party yeah. there? They're uh, in Oki, uh, claim to fame Okay, well, I guess a lot of great stuff does come from Oklahoma. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Chris Kane Toby Keith, Hinder, uh, and Above the Influence. Well, I mean, have you ever heard of this uh, one guy named Chuck Norris? Yeah, I have. He's an Oki? Yeah. Really? Tulsa, Oklahoma, man. No shit. Bill Hader. Yeah, I knew that one. He just hosted SNL. It was good. No? I liked it. Mr. Bradley Pitt? I think I Oh, yeah, he was born in Shawnee. Yeah. Cyclops? We got them all. All right, yeah, you guys, you guys did good. All so right, fine. You're you born, you're born in the best, worst state in the nation. Did you work at the Choctaw Blockbuster? The Nixons, remember that band? Oh, I thought you meant like the Nixons. The family, yeah. Like, <laughs> like Richard, and whatever the fuck his relatives are named. Yeah, who? Uh, you know, <laughs> Debbie fuck. Nixon. <laughs> Debbie? <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah. She's from there. Uh, okay, so at what point in this tale does the fucking creepy, like, naked drunk dude who lives in a van come into the story? Where Where does... Oh, well, I know Chris. Like, when he's in those bands, mm-hmm. I knew him. Because we have a mutual friend named James Pearson. But did he go... Oh, yeah. Okay, so, I th- yeah. I think so the first time that me and Zane actually hung out really hung out was that road trip i was 17 so yeah it was like a road trip to portales or something our friend james had moved to go to college in new mexico Mm. and i'm still in high school but they're not and i think i either ditched or something but we took a road trip up there and i just got hammered for a weekend with our buddy james and really had a it was a heck. It was a hooting of a time. Oh yeah, yeah. Of a time. Firing, <laughs> firing them six shooters up in the air again. Yeah. Okay. So we hung out then and kind of like became friends because before that we hated each other. You wait. We might have that point actually. I think that trip we hated each other. Okay. But not yeah. at we, we. I think we went into that trip not liking each other. Oh. Uh-huh. We might have left that trip better. Best of Maybe, friends. Who knows? I don't remember. <laughs> but we didn't start so we then we like later started hanging out a lot and then went to started going to film school together at O Triple C. Yeah. Oh. And then we ended up writing a song for a burlesque girl's birthday party. Well that's skipping some stuff. I th- wait. Well because I was I me and Nika started we had to move from our place in Norman because uh, me and the boom bang got kicked out. Mm-hmm. And uh, or half the boombang. What year is this? Two thousand and ten. My like, mind is fuzzy. Okay, but it's two thousand. probably two thousand ten. Uh, and then I move into my friend Kyle's house, mm-hmm. and we decide uh, we're gonna make an album, and then we pull in Chris to play bass on it because we're like, well, he's the best guy. That oh, that's bass. how I made Instagram popular too. Yeah, 
You did yeah. that? Yeah, mm-hmm. because um, <laughs> because Instagram was this is 2010, dude. Remember? I remember. I think I was. So Instagram was just now. I think there was yeah. maybe like. I literally downloaded Instagram for the my first movie. Maybe and, like yeah. tops eight filters or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like I think it was when it was very very brand new, and so we decided that when we made this album, we were gonna make it sponsored by Instagram okay. to get them some hits. Yeah, to give them to give them the boost. We really thought we had uh, <laughs> some reach, you know. That's so funny. Uh, we made a terrible album, but the bass on it's really good because Chris played it. Uh, so there's funny. super good bass lines and um, a lot of really super good Instagram photos. Okay. But from that Can album, I find these? Are these on your account? I can look at these later? Yeah, they'd probably be on my Facebook, which would be Christopher Dillon. Uh, it's not time for plugs yet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Uh, Christopher Dillon. No, so wait. On Facebook. After we made that dumb, shitty album, we made Hair School Musical together. Yeah, but... Also with Kyle. And then from there, yeah. I'm all this time I'm a burlesque dancer, mm-hmm. and so there's a show at the Speakeasy, and we're like, can me and Chris start doing intermissions? And so me and Chris write some a song for a birthday girl. And are you, is this the birthday girl song that I'm familiar with? Yeah. The uh, uh, Menage Tower. a Trois. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, Eiffel Tower. So we wrote that actually when we were recording mm-hmm. in Clinton. Because I, I think... Well, me and you started... T- I remember texting those lyrics back and forth when I was at work. That's how we were writing. I was just making those dumb jokes. And then... Um, yeah, and then we ended up playing there and, and doing that. A couple of times, and then I think they got mad at us. We started. Pl- it became the birthday song, oh. and and so we would write new songs. But anytime there's a birthday, we would just bring that song back. Sure, you and, guys still do that in 2018. Yeah, exactly. It's a uh, great song. Um, but the but I think the bar was just not wanting us to do songs. Yeah, that was we would also write offensive stuff. The, mm. That was the speakeasy. But I mean, offensive to, in like not to call anybody out. The 51st Street no, yeah, speakeasy it was pretty lame city. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. But from that, we were born. We didn't even have the name of Chroma Keys yet. We were just doing the that. Were you Zane and Chris at that point? Oh, we wore suits. I, I can't. I even got, I got my. Um, I got a um, super cool green suit. <laughs> um, out at um, the Grannies. Bad Grannies. Bad Grannies yeah. or something like that. It's a thrift I, store or something. It's yeah, a pretty. It's like, it's like a, a store. It's not a thrift store. It's like a retro, like different yeah. people selling different stuff in the store. Gotcha, gotcha. They That's sell, fun. they sell Dragon Swamp Rat stuff. Do they really? Yeah, I dropped some off last time I was in town. That is bizarre. But um, yeah, then we just started writing songs from there. We wrote Eiffel Tower, and then immediately right after that, we wrote Hate Rape. And then from that, two we... two classics, <laughs> two classics. And that's when we started playing actual comedy shows uh, outside of just the burlesque shows we were mm-hmm. doing. That's that's pretty amazing. I didn't realize you guys had been together that long. Mm-hmm. Eight years. You guys are just around the corner from a decade of making music together. That's pretty nuts. Yeah, it's weird, right? That's a long time. It is. I'm old. I know I'm old, too, because I just I played basketball the other day, and, oh. and, every, and I heard everything. Yeah, dude, mm-hmm. I peruse any kind, any kind of skateboard fall, even if it's a dumb one. There's just a giant bruise on my body. Yeah, uh, remain inactive. That's my fucking. This 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 toenail here is falling off. Toenail? Uh, if you want to, I could show you. Nah. And then you um, always have weird shit with your feet. <laughs> <laughs> I do. 
It's so gross. I don't understand. You, the last weird Chris foot thing was, he. we went to the beach just for a day, <laughs> like humans have done for thousands of years, and Chris was like, oh, I feel very good, I think I'm sunburned, and then the next day sends us a picture of his fucking melon-sized Bright red, blistery, bloody, pussy feet. It was the most disgusting fucking thing yeah. I've ever seen. He didn't put anything on them. They were they were so swollen I couldn't put shoes on. They were huge. Not not like that. Not that it hurt to put shoes on, but like shoes would not fit <laughs> on my feet. Um, and I have actually these shoes that I'm wearing now that are like very stretchy would not fit on my feet. So I had to miss uh, two days of work. <laughs> <laughs> For having a sunburn. <laughs> Why did that happen, then, though? It's so disgusting. Uh, yeah, and then... Uh, he, was doing ma- he was getting his makeup put on, and he had not put any of his stuff on his feet. Uh, yeah, gross. like, it, it started hurting. Like, I actually got physically sick from it, though, mm-hmm. too. Um, yeah, you'll give fevers. Yeah, it sucked. It wasn't fun. But then I ended up trying to go to work. But I told them I could come in, but I could, I can't put shoes on, so they allowed me to come in without <laughs> shoes. <laughs> so I just like had socks on, and um, how did I walk around? I guess I just like tried to walk around. I I should have had crutches or something, but I just like tried to balance and walk around, and people were like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and now you don't work there anymore. Yeah, and uh, and then I quit that place. Fuck them. Because I said, fuck it. I'm, yeah. a, I'm an adult. So yeah. would you say you're a full-time musician at the moment? Yeah. Actually, yeah. So Your really steady gig is playing every Monday night music at the comedy store. Well, not only that, but like every... So since I quit, every single week I've been doing something musically mm-hmm. in the middle of the day at some point in the week. So it's working out. Just recording or rehearsals? Yeah, recording, or... rehearsals. Um, yeah. That's yeah, awesome. That's cool. Because they're he's recording the Reagan and Watkins album right now. Yeah, we're oh. we're in the process of that. We got uh, a couple more rehearsals. Then we're gonna go up to like uh, somewhere like Fresno or Ventura. So I don't know. Go somewhere up there to record all the instruments. For that's like, Thursday. What this Thursday? Thursday? No, we're not. Leaving. I mean, that's Thursday irrelevant. This yeah. episode comes out in like two oh, months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like I mean, it's gonna come out. In a, um, I don't even know when it's gonna come out, but mm. yeah. Last night they cool. said it'll come out this summer. Oh. On at the comedy store. Cool. Nice, nice. That's very cool. So is that a full length uh, LP you guys are doing? Yeah. Nice. So I think it's gonna be like twelve tracks or something like that. Um, and then I also did be a uh, Pat. Reagan and the Baby Boys uh, tracks, or I guess an uh, album that's out now mm-hmm. that's already out there. It's on Wait, Spotify. No, the one that's already on Spotify. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was yeah, I think that came out like last year or something, the newish one. Maybe like two years ago. Two years ago? ago? Two, yeah. 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 So I did that one as well. Nice. So yeah, we've been playing shit. And we're recording we've, our album. Yeah, we've been here forever. You guys have been here a little bit. But that's awesome. So what do you. I mean, I know this job uh, just from our personal and working relationships. Uh, this job, the main issue was it was fucking far away. Would you say that quitting your job and just playing music full time is the best thing anyone can do? <laughs> just in case any listeners are wondering. Well, yeah, like it was. It was the. 
the worst thing in the world, like, was going to a job that I just absolutely hated. So, honestly, okay, so I think what finally opened up my, like, my eyes where I was just like, I gotta just quit, was that trip that I took, like, when I went and I visited, like, uh, London and, like, Ireland and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and then once the new year hit, I was like, fuck it, I'm like, I am <laughs> done with this, and so, yeah, I just turned it in, I was like, I'm not... Well, what was it about the trip? Was it the way that people live out there? Or was it just the fact that you went abroad and, like, saw some fucking shit? Yeah, like, just went abroad and you could see, like, there's, like, just a lot more shit out there, like, that people could be doing. And, Mm. like, you could actually go see things and go do other things. And I'm not, like, just going to be fucking stuck behind a freaking desk forever. Yeah. So, yeah, I was just like, oh, I don't know. It's just one of those... And it was, and of course, it's like Ireland. It's just like what you see. It's like everything is just green. Yeah, and it's just like ridiculously cool to see. And those motherfuckers, man, they like just hanging the fuck out. Yeah, they just are awesome. chilling like all goddamn day. It's amazing. Um, I've been watching a lot of movies that like take place in Ireland. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty chill. It's dude, it's it's amazing. You gotta go. But I would say uh, that warrants a fucking patented Colin Indie Cred Indie as fuck right there. Oh, yeah, he likes to say that. It's Indie as fuck, <laughs> man. Quit your job and fucking play music and shit. That's the most indie shit ever. Yeah, I'm trying to record this Friday. Yeah, I, I for just, Chroma Keys. Yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't cool. have really a backup plan or anything. I was just like, now's the time to do it. Yeah. Got my tax return. And I was just like, okay, fuck it, like, yeah, I'm just gonna do that. And then once I did, yeah, just it's just been constant like music stuff every week. And so. we're all technically off right now, so it's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. So we're doing this podcast because we don't have jobs. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's cool. Um, yeah, that's dope, dude. So what is in the future? Oh, look at that! Yeah, baby. You guys are- 35, episodes, 35 <laughs> episodes in. This is Yeah, you're in season two right now. <laughs> I'm a seasoned veteran. Have we had a musician on yet? Yeah. Oh, we had Reagan yeah, and Watkins. Oh, yeah, yeah. Two of the musicians we've been talking duo. about. He's like mainly like, almost like a session musician. Uh, we had your boy, uh, we had your boy Ian Oh, Ian, on. okay. We had uh, Rick Ian. Wood on. Comedy. Um, yeah, but his music isn't comedy. He's well, a I was comedian. Just trying, who does Ian com- is what more what I was like trying to think about. I was like, have we had just straight musician that has nothing to do with comedy? On? Mm. Which Chris is comedy too, but yeah, I, I deal with comedy. Yeah, man. I know. I mean, you t- I your do. your main gig is the comedy store. So yeah, that's my main constant gig. Yeah. What is it, every Monday? Yeah, every it's a Monday. Good um, I get well, to meet what, like really cool people there too. Do you so. play any, like, uh, serious music, or do you write your own tunes outside of the comedy world, or has it been pretty much since uh, yeah. since the Oklahoma days, like, you found your niche? Yeah, I just kind of, like, out here, like, I'll, I'll kind of mess around on the guitar mm-hmm. from time to time, come up with a riff or something, but I don't actually, like, ever put words to anything mm-hmm. for some reason. I just, I guess I just mainly just do musical stuff by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you sell it to Swamp Rats. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, so, um, if it's, like, yeah, if it's something cool and I'm like, ooh, that's dark and would sound cool like this, then yeah, I'll be like, hey, dude, we wrote this or whatever for mm-hmm. the Swamp Rats. Um, but yeah, that's, I'll just write music like that. Um, but then I know, me, uh, me and Rick will record stuff, like, Rick will reach out to me from time to time. 
He said he's going to be writing some songs and he wants me to play bass for those. And that won't be any... That's not comedy. Yeah, that's not going to be comedy at all. That's sad bastard music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going to be super sad. <laughs> well, you're doing Keith, Keith and the Rowdy Boys and that's not comedy. Nope. Okay, yeah, let's talk about this. So the Chroma Keys, I don't know if you guys are famous for this, but I am certainly well aware of that basically every time you guys write a song... You also invent a completely new fucking persona yeah. with costume changes and fucking backstories. What is the... Why? It's so, easier that it's way. It's funny. <laughs> because it it's also like, like our thing. Wait, wait, but we're, it's, it's also easy to always just fall back on it. You just be like, oh, that could be another one of this person's song or whatever. Okay. So anytime you write something a little teen angsty, that'll become a spider to your song. Well, I also, I also yeah. it's also kind of easier, like if you put a character on something for the audience to imagine what the hell you're talking about. Okay. Like if it was just me and Zane up there talking about like me and my brother touch dicks, people are like I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, it is funny to so. make it like a country guy who like. Yeah. Okay. Um, so let's do the let's do the list. So once it became the Chroma Keys, then who was the first like personas to come out of Chroma Keys? Well, we. Well, before that was the Tegan and Tara. I think Tegan was and Sarah. It, is what's the real one? Tegan and Sarah. Tegan and Sarah is the actual. So band. we did a full album that's not good. That's called Tegan and Tara. Mm-hmm. I think it has two good songs on it. Okay. No, um, I disagree. You I think, still do I some think, of those, right? No, no. Or no? We do. I say, I will say every song on that album was incredibly catchy, mm. could have done incredibly well if it was recorded and put out properly. Well, mm. we didn't have the, we, so what we, we did, did have was a punk band yeah. in their living room who would, was trying to learn to record and shit. Mm-hmm. And they, the Copperheads, who are fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. Copperheads um, are great. And yeah. so they, like, did it for us. But, mm-hmm. I mean, we couldn't really over-the-shoulder edit it or anything like that. And yeah, it, was it just doesn't sound the way that budget. that kind of music should be recorded. Okay. I Yeah, but, like, the songs are legit really funny and catchy. Mm-hmm. And also, it could use a better title. <laughs> yeah. Let's just say that and move on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, um... Then, so that's, like, that whole, from the beginning, it was, like, let's just, like, do whole albums that are, like, different things. And concept albums, yeah. essentially. Which is where Cop Rock came into play, because we were going to do yeah. a whole album with a whole season of Cop Rock. But then we did two episodes, and there's two songs of Cop Rock. Yeah. And then Spider Tear came along, right? Or was that... Spider Tear... Yeah, wait. I don't know, we have too many. Spider Tear... Who else is out there? There's Keith Keith Rowdy Boys, Spider Tear. We used to do, we just had the one song for the Pussy Bros that was like, Mm. and then the Pussy Bros kind of branched off to a thing. We do too many things. Yeah. (laughs) But Spider Tear now have three songs. Well, I was going to say, Spider Tear was always my favorite of your personas. I think, um,. My favorite new song of ours is the Spider Tear song. Yeah. And it's also our shortest song ever. Mm-hmm. That's oh, fun. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, we just recorded it. We just have to put vocals on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then we can put a sweet video out. Yeah. So where are you guys, so you were saying from, cry. from uh, getting favors from your punk rock buddies in a living room to like now, you just recorded earlier this week, what's the difference in the process? Like 
uh, have you learned any now lessons? It, now, it, now it costs money. Now. Yeah, so we <laughs> tried. We were like, in the beginning, we really wanted to do everything ourselves. Mm-hmm. And cop rock, we recorded ourselves. Doesn't sound great. Okay. And then we did an EP that we're I don't I'm not that happy with. I don't know. What yeah, you we didn't. Yeah, it's just we a rushed process it. because yeah, it's it's one of those things you gotta learn how to do. And I've been learning, and then it's also one of those things where I have a, th- a way that I like things to be recorded, but then you also start running into people who like to do things the other way. Um, and so every and so I'll start learning other ways that people do things, and it's kind of cool that way to learn. Like um, because I've been I record with so many different people out here, mm-hmm. I learn how everybody else records things. So whenever it's like time for me and Zane to record things, I kind of know like how I've been doing it with all these other people. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of cool. Borrow but, and yeah. use little techniques and tricks and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but also, yeah, it does cost a lot of money now. Yeah. So. It was it was great meeting Rick because he's like, in helping him do the Swamp Rat stuff, we learned a fuck ton, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Then we recorded... A single that I think we're both proud of, I'm Not Going to Bed or whatever. Yeah, that was really And that's my favorite video we've done, too. Yeah, it's a fun video. Um, So now I feel like that we've got that done. We're like, okay, we can record an album. And we found that room that we can start using. Mm. We tested bedrock. recording space. Yeah. Yeah. And we did three hours, and we recorded three songs. Well, the bones of three songs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we're going to go back. So, what do you think about this? Because, like, albums don't always... Not everyone does albums now. Okay. I think I want to do an album. But I kind of... We've already put out I'm Not Going to Bed, which will be on the album. hmm And then we're going to record these three songs soon. hmm If we just put them out, right, and then, like, later on they were on the album, that's not weird. Right? No. I think that's... I that's mean... How you're, that's kind of how you're, you should be doing Yeah, it. you could do yeah. a rollout. Like, I mean, fucking... Beyonce fucking changed the game, you know, three years ago. Oh, yeah, when she dropped Lemonade. Uh, no, Wait. before that. Oh. Before Lemonade. <laughs> lemonade was huge, well, too. Well, before we move away oh, from Lemonade... she had to put the ring on it. We were calling <laughs> We were calling out on Becky before Beyonce was. Before That's Becky true. Becky with that good hair. The, chroma, the, or the spider tear was Danny and Becky were... Danny and Becky, they were. Yeah, the so a hashtag, hashtag fuck Becky was a spider tear thing. Yep. About, I about a year prior to Beyonce's bullshit so how is the litigation between you guys and beyonce going the she keeps ignoring us okay she's kind of like queen being you a little bit yeah she thinks she's better than us she keeps emailing her (laughs) direct message and twitter like all done all got done i want her to admit that she stole our hashtag (laughs) <laughs> I think her fans did. Though. I don't know. Uh, so, so that's we've been boned twice on Instagram. One is we made Instagram. You made Instagram, yeah. <laughs> and then we got our hashtag fuck Becky stolen. Uh-huh. I mean, here's the thing. I love you guys. I'm a big fan. I've been coming to your shows for years. You I'm know, always on your back porch once. Yeah. Oh, that was that was my birthday. Yeah, that was Wait, a good show. That was a great my, that backyard uh at the compound. Yeah, at the old uh, at the old compound when we watched Twister, and then you guys Ooh. did uh, did a little private show in the backyard. That was actually a blast. That was, um, a, good time. That was a great fucking birthday party. Um, well, now I feel bad. I was gonna say that I think Beyonce is 
fucking better than you guys. But now I feel really bad about saying that. Well, bro, you haven't heard our album yet. All right. And we've got a lot of good material. Okay. I'm actually super happy about this because I feel like we finally can sound good. Mm -hmm. And I think we're on the same page in that we have like seven years of material that's been tested a fuck ton in front of audiences that Mm -hmm. I feel confident with. So I'm pretty stoked about this. Nice. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's, It's... Whenever we can finally get it all scheduled, mm-hmm. yeah, it's right really now, hard, it's to, hard to get people scheduled right now because everyone is doing other shit. When yeah. you were, yeah, you were working with comedians who also play music, and they all have five hundred projects. That's what's weird. Um, so that's another hard thing that we deal with is we don't know just musicians out here, right? So everybody that we know that plays music is a comedian. So even though like you're we're in LA and it's like well it should be real easy to find a drummer it's like well we only know comedians yeah <laughs> so yeah 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 so there's plenty of comedians that play drums but you also have to work around their fucking yeah their comedy life yeah yeah we don't know really anybody who's just a drummer mm-hmm. and we have three that were literally trying to wrangle one of them to get a session this week to do Keith mm-hmm. Keith it's like the biggest pain in the ass so if speaking of that shit cause Zane and I we talk about this like all the time on Indie Cred with our guests people who are doing the fucking you know multi hyphenate lifestyle or whatever you want to call it um, just like oh, I do this and I do that and I have this project and I have that project is there a project like if you could just play guitar, like, full-time, would you rather be doing that, or do you like the fact that you're in, like, five different bands, or that, you know, you're doing, like, comedy shows, and, like, you also could do, like, a rock tour someday, or something like that? Do you like the idea of having a million different things, or do you want to specialize? Ooh, that's tough. Yeah. I might be offended by the answer. (laughs) because <laughs> it would mean like eight of your projects would end yeah. <laughs> man that is tough so okay so my number one like goal or my number one dream is to be in just like a touring rock band okay or a touring band yeah so like if I could just do that my entire life like I would be fine with just doing that like that's all I had to do regardless if it's like straight up rock and roll or like comedy yeah like if it's yeah. a touring gig yeah yeah like if somehow drag in the swamp rats got so popular we could do that and i could actually live off of that like, yeah I'd be just, fine with just doing that mm-hmm. um but yeah if if like it didn't but yeah. that's the thing is like if you're doing just that you would want to do other stuff because that's yeah. not you're not going to just be 100 percent on the yeah like i mean i'm not going to only do that my entire life mm-hmm. you know so yeah there'd be room to do everything else too in my head, this is my career. Just like a bunch of bands. Yeah. A bunch of different catalog. The catalog of weird ass music that'll like one day just be a pile of what the fuck is all this shit. Yeah, that's kind of how I I'm started looking at it too. Because I always, I always get this thought like, oh, I need to fucking specialize or I need to like focus or I need to take a year where I'm like only like say writing a script for an example and for a whole year I do nothing else and that's like I don't go and do fucking shows on the weekends or I don't like record or like rehearse with bands or anything like that um but I can't bring myself to do that because like I love fucking doing shit and especially like for me the main thing is like stage time like I can't imagine get anything I do that gets me stage time I can't imagine giving it up because that's like 
I'm just living a fucking human life while I'm waiting to fucking get up Do on stage. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, yeah. I think it's all possible. Like, if one of them were to take off, you could then continue to do them all. Or, I mean, you can quit one, but then you know you're gonna. I know you know I'm gonna come up with like 16 more you only before need I die. Projects, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you only need that one project to to get noticed mm-hmm. for the rest of them yeah. to finally get through. Which we're finally like on Sexy Tornado. We've got somewhat of people coming through, and which we filter every band through. Mm. So. Chroma Key, I mean, we post everything from Chroma Keys, but Sexy Tornado is like, you can find anything that we have ever done on there, mm-hmm. and finally, we're getting a little bit of Instagram following, and so I can repost our old music videos, like just p- pieces of them, and it's actually helping people go find the other bands, mm-hmm. so I feel like we're kind of like in a place where it's, okay, this is at least worth it for the little bit of attention it's getting. Now, do you really consider like... Um all of the acts like other bands or is it all just kind of chroma keys like or is there like a possibility that Keith Keith and the Rowdy Boys touching dicks way out in the sticks becomes a real crossover country western hit well here's the and thing and you guys about... have to drop the chroma keys and be full time so Keith and I would Gabriel. do a full tour of Keith Keith so I think I think it could go either way like uh-huh. I think it could go as like we could have a couple of acts or a couple of things per character, mm-hmm. and like you could take all of that on a tour or something like that. Right, so right. So you'd be like, it's the Chroma Keys tour, and then it's like, oh, and then it's like the the stupid costume changes, like running back, just yeah. doing that. Stupid yeah, stuff. yeah. Um, kind of like what you guys did at the uh, the shitty fest uh, yeah, Valentine's yeah. Day show, which we just had. Um, it got good response. Megan, Mike, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or I could even see something being like, um, it's the Chroma Keys um, with Spider Tear or something mm-hmm. like that, and then it's just like you. There's an actual yeah. like full set of just like the spite of like Spider Tear or something like that, of like four songs or something mm-hmm. as a pre-show, and then. Another band, and then like Chroma Keys just do like a you know finish out a night or something like That's that. That's a fun but idea. Did uh did Garth ever do that with Chris Gaines? Did they ever play Chris together? Gaines, did he do an know. album or no? He did an Chris album Gaines, with Chris yeah, Gaines. Yeah, so my Chris whole thing is like he did I feel a VH1 like one behind the music. That's so fun. It's so fun. It's I used sad. to think. I used to think it was fucking weird and dumb, and now... He had his face I'm like, reconstructed and stuff. That's why he looks different. I'm like, that's so cool. What a weirdo. I think a I think it's years cool. in the future, you could see a, rele- a full release of just spider Tear, probably. Yeah. Oh, that wouldn't surprise me. And then... I, I, like, I, think, that's a, I think that's a fun idea, doing um, uh, spider Tear and uh chroma keys as a double building even yeah. though it's obviously it's yeah. just you guys doing both but we it's a fun every, idea that the valentines we fooled everyone like more than ever with the the keith keith intro i mean <laughs> no Megan. Well, as soon as you were on stage though everyone yeah, yeah. you just lied you didn't fool anyone wait, you wait, said what happened i don't remember Megan, so yeah all right go ahead did i miss it megan who booked the thing was like <laughs> make sure keith knows like the info on the show and stuff and i was like yeah i'll let him know or whatever, and then also Keith. Zay, Keith, Keith, Zay just lied to the person booking the show. No, I didn't lie to him. She just uh, misunderstood the thing. But then everyone from Santa Clarita that was coming down was like, "I can't find any of these bands. I can't find Spider Tear. I can't find 
Keith, Keith and the Rowdy Boys. I don't know who these people are. So they, because they were trying to find ways to get to the show. And so when people saw us doing all these characters and then finally Keith Keith came out, they're like, it's them again? It's <laughs> fucking them again? And we actually say, just kidding, you motherfuckers. Yeah, that was fucking great. <laughs> Wait, so there's people from Santa Clarita. Yeah, the people at the party. Because they thought there was all well, these bands playing. No, no, here's Brosnan from Santa Clarita was they were playing, playing. And a lot of their uh, friends were coming down, but... Fierce Brosnan was trying to find contacts to all the bands <laughs> on the flyer, and they were like, didn't know who any of them were, and they're all us. That I mean, that's fucking amazing. That actually. to me is it, to be able to fill a flyer with just two people is <laughs> the big joke. Two people, twelve bands. Yeah, yeah, that is pretty fucking brilliant. That was a full day of like, yeah, getting there and then like looking at the list and be like, fuck, we're here. Okay, and then it's just like. Yeah. Oh shit! Okay, now I gotta go go run and do this, and then it's like okay, you guys I got were now. on. Come back, and go do this. Yeah, you guys were on stage for probably about six hours that day. It was fun though. Yeah, I was, was like crazy, I did though. like four sets or something. Yeah. I felt like, like a beetle. Yeah. Oh, which one? Uh, George. Oh, very yeah. cool. I'm a Paul. Yeah, I got that bass. I'm a Paul McCartney. Oh, there you go. <laughs> that was more that was your accent, Boyle. <laughs> Um, we're at 56 minutes, so... Uh, I'm a Paul McCartney. Oh it came God. full circle. At the oh, look at that. We came right back around oh, to Chris doing that. If Chris could say the <laughs> R word one more time, we'd be in a complete full circle. What's the R word? Retarded. Oh, yeah, you did. No, retarded's not as bad as what you said. You just said <laughs> retards? I, uh, I can't I, remember. I, the the spinner cured my retards. <laughs> I'm pretty glad we brought that back. Yeah, why not? Why not? Wait, is, is that what it is? It, it cures my it I, cures my retardism. No, I don't think it does. Well, you so. can you can follow the man that just said that on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, you can. At Chroma Chris, pull it up. Uh, look it up on the uh, Google. I'm drive. sure there's like some studies where it's like soothing to like autistic. No, that was really literally like what it was invented for was yeah. for like for them in classrooms and stuff to like help them make. Pay attention. When My um, and it one hundred percent works. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I just took the SATs. Did you? Yeah. After Aren't you spinning. a grown adult man? <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm not yes antic very well, am I? Aren't uh, you? Nobody knows how old I am. Oh, that's can't true. Tell by my voice. No, he's a little boy. So if you're gonna plug some stuff, Chris. Yeah, where can people where can people find you besides uh, sexy tornadoes? Um, what am I on? So I, okay, so I'm the worst at social media. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, never on it. You recently started doing stories, though. I've been trying to Ooh. learn stories. Um, big, yeah, so um, on Instagram, it's Chroma Chris. Um, Get it? Yeah, like, so I'm in this, I'm in the band, the Chroma Keys. Mm-hmm. So it's Chroma Chris. Um, and then I'm on Twitter, but I'm not on Twitter, but I have a Twitter. <laughs> and that's the Chroma Chris. I think. Okay. Yeah, I don't even tweet from the Chroma Keys anymore. And then, uh, and then, uh, uh, and then I'm on Facebook too, but I don't know if you can find me. It's Christopher Dillon. Christopher Dillon. Yeah. And then Monday nights at the comedy store doing yeah. the Kill Tony podcast. Which is live. Like yeah, okay. Can... So Monday nights uh, is the Kill Tony podcast, um, and it, it's every Monday night. It's 8 o'clock um, our time. So or you could live. find it on uh, podcasting. Yeah, What's it's podcast, but it's also stream. It's also live stream. So, oh, okay. Uh, VR three sixty cam stream, so you can actually get on there and like look around the entire room. 
It's in the um, Death Death Squad. What's yeah, the name yeah, of the Death Squad. Yeah, Death Squad. It's uh, just you can look up Kill Tony. You can stream every episode live. Um, there's always like um, a, a pretty big guest um, speaker on there. Like I said, like Dave Arquette was on the other day. Um, um, Kevin Nielsen's been on there several times. Oh wow. Um, uh, Anthony Jeselnik, you know, just like pe- people like that are always on there. Oh, Doug Dixon, he, like he's always on there. Um, or sorry, Doug Benson. <laughs> yeah, I was like Doug, uh, no, no, Doug, Doug Dixon, yeah. our buddy. Doug, Doug, Doug Benson, <laughs> uh, yeah, Doug Benson's on there um, several times. So yeah, it's just uh, people like that. Um, it's it's fun. You can always uh, just eight o'clock. What uh, is this Pacific time? We yeah. are Pacific yeah, time. Pacific yeah. time. Cool. I'm trying to yeah, think of a video days. of where Chris is shirtless. You could go watch. I'm never shirtless. You've I've... been shirtless in the thing. Is right? he shirtless in the Dudes Like Us Christmas? Nope, I don't no. get shirtless in my uh, episodes. Oh, okay. Well, that was, we'll, we'll change that. That's a huge letdown for all of our listeners. Well, you're going to be shirtless in some scenes in that movie that's in the process. So, uh, so that was the, the also a good thing about being um, jobless is I was able to hit up Jim now more. Okay. Um, uh, How many abs do you have? I, I still have um, all my abs. I still have them, but they're so, not as tight as they used to be. Gotcha. So, so 12 total. Uh, yeah. So okay. I finally started getting to go to the gym like more and like doing that, but then... I got sick again, mm-hmm. um, and I haven't been able to go for like a week and a half now. Which is bad. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then I finally started getting over being sick, and then I went and I played basketball, and then I got mega sick. And, oh, no, no, so went and played basketball, then we played that show in Santa Clarita, and then I got mega sick. Gotcha. And, well, when you're yeah. getting back to that, we can talk about this off off the mic. I might, I might have to start following you at the gym, because I am getting fat as fuck. Dude, I'm getting buff as fuck. We have a song that might help you get pretty ripped. Yeah, how's it? Should we play out this episode to that song? We don't have. We don't have it recorded. We have to play it acoustically, (laughs) and he doesn't have his guitar with him. (laughs) Damn, another fucking letdown. All right, well, we'll just play our regular outro music. Yeah, bye, bye, bye. Hey guys, this is Zane. Uh, So Spider Tear is playing Unplugged tonight at the Peck Theater. That's tonight, the twenty (laughs) seventh of. Uh, April 2018 and so right now I'm going to play for you out of the episode the new this is a demo of a new Spider Tear song and uh, it's going to be on an upcoming EP so just check it out Uh, title is in question right now we're calling it Super Suicide Dear Becky Death and fucking hate for my neck, razor blade in my vein, there would be socks my brain, shotgun in my throat, to fucking drown with me, don't be put a bullet in my skull, it's not the doctor will folk, I wanna bleed out on your lawn, wanna bleed out on your lawn, I'm not gonna lie, I just wanna die, I'm gonna bleed out on your lawn, Becky. There you have it, an Indie Cred exclusive. Um, just wanna give credit, Indie Cred, uh, to Rick Wood for putting that little... Um, demo you heard right there together. That's Chris Dillon on the guitar right there, and Winstonius Winston Carter on the bass. Uh, we need to have him on the podcast because he's got a great podcast called Try You Like It. You should go check that out. Um, and I'm pretty sure that Rick threw the bass on that too. So kudos to Rick. 
Just wait till you hear the fucking Keith Keith and the Rowdy Boys song he's got cooking up. Oh boy, howdy, do we have stuff coming. That's Indy Cred. Sorry, Colin's not on this little part right here. He's sick and dying right now. And he actually might die and not be on any more episodes, so please pray for Colin. Uh, one like is one prayer. Thank you. <laughs>